Hello and welcome to the Sea Trade Cruise News and Trends podcast. I'm Holly Payne, Deputy Editor at Sea Trade Cruise, and with me. Hi, I'm Rachel Worley. I'm the Cruise Relationship Manager here at Sea Trade Cruise, and Holly and I are here to bring you the top stories from July 2023. So, what are some of the top stories you're covering this month? Rachel, there has been so many excellent, interesting stories, but I suppose a good place to start would be with Explorer One, the great news that it left the shipyard, Vincentieri Monfalcone Yards, and went on to Copenhagen to set off its inaugural voyage on August the 1st. Why is this such a big deal? Because that ship was delayed owing to faulty fire-resistant panels. So, Rachel, those were hurriedly replaced, but there were anyway, you know, some delays with that. The ship had originally been due to sail on July the 17th and, of course, pushed back, uh, was due to be named on July the 8th. So it was really, really good news. Great that they managed to turn it around on time and that that sailing could get underway. But what about you, Rachel? Obviously, you know, we're not sure how widely this extends. Discussion that these panels have been installed on several ships, but we're not quite sure yet about that. But what about you, Rachel? What has caught your attention this month? Well, Holly, we have a lot going on in food and beverage, everybody's sometimes favorite topic, especially during breakfast, lunch, and dinner time. A lot going on in the area of food partnerships this month. Virgin Voyages, they've launched their second annual Eat and Drink Festival, spanning two months with a bevy of events and guest chefs, mixologists, and beverage partners, creating hands-on activations. We're definitely seeing some cool things coming out of that. Excited to learn more about it. Carnival, they actually just launched as well. They began their fleet-wide rollout of new dining room offerings. Wow. So after a successful yeah, on the Carnival Dream, Carnival Cruise Line began their rollout of new menus across its dining rooms, across the entire fleet, beginning with the Carnival Conquest. So exciting new news in, in the world of F&B for, for Virgin and Carnival right now. That is so interesting. And actually, Rachel, now that you've mentioned that... I saw something very innovative, really, from Aida about ground-up coffee and, you know, this organic material being used in beauty products. What can you mention about that? You know, it's funny. I did read your article on that, Holly, and I thought it was super cool. So it seems like taking these coffee grounds from Ida Prima and efficiently recycling and processing them into high-quality vegan natural cosmetics. And that's being done by Coffee Cycle. So this is helping reduce some of the food waste and additionally support a sustainable circular economy. So really cool and innovative things happening at the Prima. Absolutely. And I know that there are some plans, I think, moving forward that they will, you know, use the, you know, ground up coffee or perhaps other organic items to put into other ships in the fleet. So we'll have to watch that space and see what comes out of that. But uh, a really great idea, Rachel. I, I really agree. 
I think I saw there were three different scents of the soap too. So that they are bringing out and the guests can actually purchase them and take them home. So I thought that was really neat as well. That is absolutely, absolutely. Well, something else that I would consider pretty neat and we will have to see what happens here, but it's this MSC Cruises plan for a 100 million USD upgrade of its Ocean K MSC Marine Reserve. And why is that so fascinating? Well, because it will entail new entertainment areas, a private yacht club, additional buildings for staff, but also new storm and drainage, a solar farm. It's a big project. And, you know, that's following on, actually, from news that the reserve, which is featured on most MSC cruises sailings out of the US, will be shut for six weeks next spring. So from April the 7th to May the 22nd, it's going also to make necessary guest experience enhancements and support the island's future growth plans. So we'll have to see what happens. Exciting stuff. I actually went to Ocean K and I think it was maybe about a year ago on the MSC Divina and it's beautiful. It's right there. It definitely gets you in that Caribbean feel. So I'm excited to see what new enhancements they add to that island with the white sand beaches and crystal clear waters. I love it. Oh, wow, Rachel. So you'll have to come back and uh, tell us how it looks compared to, to before when you went there, right? I'll take and after pictures for sure. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> and what do you think about all of this Barbie mania, Rachel? Has it rubbed off into the world of cruise? You know, what's funny is I was just going to ask if you've seen the Barbie movie yet. I haven't gotten a chance to go, but we've seen that Barbie joins Piano Cruises for their summer sailings. Partnered with Harding Plus, and P&O Cruises announced that the retail shops on board the Arvia and Iona will offer new children's brands, including Barbie, Hot Wheels, and Keycraft pocket money toys during their summer sailings. So that's really exciting. And I think even so, they have a life-size Barbie box that children and probably adults alike can dress up as their favorite characters and into costumes and, and take photos. So those are definitely some fun moments and memories that they can keep forever. Well, Rachel, I can tell you I have seen Barbie and I don't know what anyone says. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great entertainment, very amusing. And uh, the fact that they've got this great family offering on board is just great. And of course, as you mentioned, they've got other bits and pieces. If it's, you know, you're not into Barbie, then kids have got Hot Wheels and other bits and pieces, Lego, Jelly Cats. So that's really appealing to a very broad audience and great for families, I think. Yeah. And they actually, too, they have a, a tropical island themed mini golf course and a mission control. It's an immersive escape room experience. So definitely lots of options for the family and kids on board. And on to a more serious topic, expedition. Rachel, what's been on your radar? 
Expedition, it's it's quite busy on on that front right now. Seaborn, they actually just announced it will offer a once in a lifetime expedition experience on its newest ship, the Seaborn Pursuit, which is set to launch this summer. So it's set to feature a range of activities, swimmers, guests in each destination visited. So, and guests will be able to enjoy expedition offerings such as zodiac cruising, nature walks, hikes, scuba diving, and snorkeling on most itineraries. In addition, the Seaborn Pursuit will offer other expeditions with dives on two submersibles as well as kayaking. So lots of new, fun, exciting adventures ahead for Seaborn Pursuit. It sounds like it. Wow, an amazing ship and uh, lots of fantastic opportunities there. It's funny you should mention that, Rachel, because, you know, I've really been reading a lot when it comes to A&K Travel Group working towards an agreement to build four ships in six years for Crystal, including two expedition vessels. So the idea is for a pair of classic ships and two expedition ships. And that comes, of course, after Crystal Serenity, um, which is just fresh from having a massive, you know, update. And also, what really interested me, Rachel, and I don't know if you've got to seeing it yet, but the report is on our website, www.ctrade-cruise.com. And that is our Sea Trade Cruise Expedition Report, which was researched and compiled by our Ambassador Liz Gammon. What's really interesting about this is it shows there's an appetite for more warm water sailings. So you've got itineraries moving away from these traditional north-south polar routes. And instead, we're seeing Gabon, Republic of the Congo, the Kimberleys, Papua New Guinea, Solomon Islands, these areas which are home to fascinating, various, unique, indigenous cultures and that's just to name a few of the places so uh you know definitely we we have to keep on looking out and seeing what's happening in the world of expedition but certainly the report you know it addresses lots of burning questions on expedition industry challenges and various other points so it's really worth checking out i'll definitely have to take a look i know liz always puts together some interesting very interesting articles and topics and, and the expedition market's growing exponentially right now. So Holly, the catch by Rudy Seafood is being introduced aboard Princess Ships. Princess Cruises described it as a joint partnership with Rudy Sodomine, who's their head of culinary arts for the cruise line. And the catch by Rudy is the first princess restaurant devoted to seafood and promises the freshest sustainable source seafood from all local ports of call. So that's exciting news from them. And they also announced an additional partnership with wine selectors for a four-day wine-themed cruise aboard the Royal Princess. And that medallion-class ship will depart from Sydney in November of 2023. So very exciting new food, seafood, and wine partnerships taking place aboard Princess Ships. Definitely. And great. The seafood is sustainably sourced. That's great to hear, Rachel. 
on a different note to food and beverage, Rachel, something else that really had me interested was Tui River Cruises adding a further vessel to its fleet, the Tui El Horaya. Now that will operate a new Nile cruise in winter 2024. So the vessel will be fully refurbished. It's going to be operating round trip sailings from Luxor with UK based passengers in mind. So we're going to have two flights per week that will go from London Gatwick and Manchester airports to Luxor. And the ship will have capacity for 145 passengers, 74 cabins, including singles, standard cabins, suites. And it will come from Travco Group, which is a travel and tourism company in Egypt that has a long relationship with TUI. And passengers will be able to visit Luxor, Edfu, Mombo, Aswan, a beautiful itinerary. And we are returning to Sea Trade Cruise Asia Pacific is making its return and we will be in Hong Kong. How excited were you, Rachel, when you heard about this? I was so excited. I'm thrilled. I've been reading a ton of the comeback in Hong Kong and the Asia market in general. So I know that there's definitely an appetite for attendees, suppliers wanting to get back at it and excited for what's to come. Hopefully I'll be able to get over there and experience a cruise or conference myself soon as well. Well, Absolutely. I mean, it coincides. Funnily enough, we had MSC Cruises. They've announced they'll kick off international cruises from the China mainland next year with MSC Bellissima. And of course, you know, this is a really seeing uh, some interest there. But, you know, Sea Trade Cruise Asia Pacific, it will be back there after four years in Asia. So October 24th to 26th, there will be three days worth of topics across various sessions, different presentations, workshops, covering the state of the Asian cruise industry, revitalization of cruise operations, and the tenacity of the Asia cruise community. So uh, exciting. Very exciting, Holly. Sea Trade Cruise Global will be coming back to Miami April 8th, through 11th, 2024. We're so excited to be back. So definitely make sure everyone saves the dates for that. And our second annual F&B at Sea show will also be coming to Miami from April 10th and 11th of 2024. And that show will run at Mana Wynwood. So it's about a 20 minute drive from the Miami Beach Convention Center. It will be transportation will be provided between the two events. So definitely something fun, new and exciting for attendees and suppliers to alike to explore. Okay, so that's definitely something to put in the diary, something to start planning for. So we have a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Sea Trade Cruise Europe, Sea Trade Cruise Asia Pacific in 2023. And then, yeah, Sea Trade Cruise Global and FMB at Sea in 2024. Well, thanks so much, Holly. This was a very fun and informative talk between us. It's always great to speak with you and catch up both personally and on the many news and trends stories happening within Cruise. So again, I'm Rachel Worley, Cruise Relationship Manager from Sea Trade. And Holly Payne, thank you very much for listening. And in the meantime, until our next episode, head over to www.seatrade-cruise.com for all the latest cruise news. Thanks for listening.